Hey up. Right, we're back, back again. Going to get straight into this one today. Um, but before we actually do that, <laughs> I just want to give you the good old spiel. So do not forget, if you do enjoy our content we put out and want to support us at no cost to you, the viewer, then please li- click on the Amazon link below, which will take you to a random product, which today will be a basketball a basketball. You don't have to buy the basketball, but anything that you do buy on Amazon, 24 hours after clicking on that link, will have a small kickback which comes to ourselves here at the Yorkshire pod, for which we'll be very grateful. So the product will cost you absolutely nothing extra, whatever you're buying, that's a big one. And we will get a little bit of a kickback which will support us in our endeavours on this channel. Boom. So help us out. Thank you. And if you are new to us, please subscribe. And if you are listening, please follow. You know the drill by now, you guys. Do. So start behaving and yourselves. Like and comment. Comment, comment, comment. <laughs> comment away. We've got an email address down there. All right. Okay. We want a bit of engagement from you. All right. We're trying to interact. And we would love it if you would participate. And by that, we mean thank you for all your support. Yes, of course. <laughs> right. Into today's meat and bones. I want to talk about one particular human being who's doing a big thing right now. And coincidentally, we both actually decided today that we wanted to speak about this. So I'm really glad. It means we are both invested in this. And I think it's massively good. And it shows what something we love can do and what platform it can do. Uh, It can can build someone. We're speaking about Marcus Rashford, MBE. 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 For those who don't know, that means... I've written it down. Oh. Member of the Order of the British Empire, not to be mistaken by CBE or OBE, which means the commander of the same thing, or the officer. There you go. So it's like the third best one that you can get. Third best honour. I've always wondered what order they were in, so this is the third best one. Yeah. Um, so you start off as an MBE, then you can go up up the tiers, right. so to speak. But it nevertheless is a massively big honour, and he's of course it is. obviously gotten that for his work on... Free school meals. And he's only 22 years old. He's 22 years of age, so he's got plenty of time to get to an OBE yes. and a CBE. <laughs> um, but yeah, what do you understand of his work that he's done, mate? So I think, for, first off, what I would like to say is how much of, to me personally, how much of an inspiration I think he is. Oh, here um, we go. Please, Marcus. <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking. No, like the, the, the work he has been doing with all this free school meal stuff... Um, given his profession as well, because footballers are never really shown in the best light at all. No, nah, they get a bad rap. They do. Um, and obviously we all know that footballers earn a crazy amount of money, an obscene amount of money. Um, but the fact that this young lad, um, because like I said, he's only 22 years old, um, playing first team football for Manchester United. Yeah. Um, you could quite easily get carried away with yourself there. But he is still not forgotten the roots where he comes from and has campaigned for poor children and families up and down the country to get them food, which sounds ridiculous that he's having to campaign to feed kids in modern day Britain. It's nuts. It's crazy. Um, But that's what I'd just like to say. I think it's absolutely commendable what he's doing because as I said, footballers are usually seen as the scapegoat and footballers should be paying for all this and doing all that. Um, But he's calling out the elites and the powers that be in this country, which I think they need to be called out more. Yeah. And they're saying get your finger out and look what's going on in modern day Britain because these kids going hungry and it, it blows my mind that these children going hungry and the fact that it's even a question that children should go hungry. <laughs> no, I agree. You know what what I mean? have you done with your day? <laughs> what, whilst Marcus has been doing that, what have you been doing? 
It's mad. It's, it's absolutely crazy. And as I said, the fact that he doesn't forget his roots because he has spoken out about the fact that he, when he was growing up, he relied on these um, free school meals yeah. himself. And he's not shunned, shied away from the fact that his upbringing, his parents weren't the richest. Um, and he, like I say, relied on these meals and food banks and stuff like that. Um, so he understands the situation because he's been there and done it and come out the back end of it. And now he's earning millions Fair play to him. Yeah, well, speaking of his roots, he's a Withenshaw boy, as are you. As am I, he is. He's from my neck of the woods, Withenshaw, on the map. So you're basically best mates, because uh, you're a few years older than him. Yeah. Pretty much, pretty close. Could have, could have been me. Could have <laughs> been me. Um, but he's now, he's, he's done these petitions, um, well, not plural, he's done that petition, which, as of today, has got just under 1.1 million signatures. Signatures, yeah. Um which is just incredible. He's, he's done plenty of charitable work actually before this, which goes under the radar a bit, but specifically dipping his toes into sort of the political side with the whole free school meals. Yeah. And for a bit of context, like how that sort of affects us here, my uh, sister, I have two sisters, they both have children. Uh, both have been pretty much single parents really, but one of them in particular has got two little girls, absolutely amazing, beautiful girls. And, uh, hasn't always she's a student mm -hmm. um and she works her absolute arse off to mm -hmm. be honest absolutely works her arse off and uh, i've got a lot of time for her as a parent and for her as a person she's yeah. just like um what's the word she just shows what you can do with hard work because she's not always had it good uh so if you are listening uh deb i love you as well becca but you know this is, <laughs> this is debbie's this is debbie's moment um yeah she's she's incredible yeah but she depends sometimes on on um a helping hand every, every yeah. now and again much as it i'm sure it pains her to do so because she's such an independent person uh, and she i've seen her thank uh marcus rashford herself which i found quite powerful that she in no way has anything to do with football and this transcends football that's the whole point yeah uh, it's it's something that is a basic human right that he's arguing for here and uh, i just thought that it was quite powerful that my sister who maybe has a dim view of footballers i don't really know i've not spoken to her about it but she thanked him, uh, just basically called him out for the work he's doing because yeah. it's incredible. Uh, and it's it's embarrassing, like you, how you said before, there shouldn't be a, um, shouldn't really be a discussion, really. No, shouldn't. Uh, shouldn't. We, shouldn't, we shouldn't be able to make an episode on it. I'm kind of glad, glad that we can. <laughs> um, but it's, it's a crying shame. And I think that the politicians get embarrassed sometimes. I think they probably won't like Marcus Rashford very much and good because it means he's ruffling feathers. Yeah. No, I don't. I think that's a good point to make because I don't think they do like him. I don't think the fact that that he's come to this, they're very pleased with no it way. all. It makes them look rubbish. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it makes them look evil. Yeah, because I mean, they've they've made the bed. Do you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? He's, he's, basically, he's basically said, "So what we're yeah. doing about this then?" Because yeah. this is a bit dodge, and, and then they're going. Uh, don't, <laughs> don't let the peasants know that we're not looking after them. Yeah, it, it's kind of like um, just sweep it under the rug. We've always ignored it. So yeah. let's just ignore it some more. And now the fact that a high profile figure has brought it to everyone's attention and we're all like, hang on here, this kid's going hungry over the school holidays. Why? Yeah, it's, it's it, if you've got your tin hat on, um, if anything happens to Marcus Rashford, it's got Princess <laughs> Diana vibes all over it, all over it. Bloody it has. He's, he's painted a target on his head, but I'll tell you what, commendable. And um, like you rightly have said before, footballers do get a bad rep. Uh, and and uh, it's not going to become a football podcast, so don't click off. But I'm just saying, um, for something that 
we both love. Yeah. I adore football to pieces. It's given him this platform and it's so refreshing to see him use it in the right way. Yeah. Um, because like you rightly said as well, there's not many of us, me included, I'm quite a humble person and I'm quite a, a giving person. But to have, have that trajectory of a career where you're thrust into the first team at Man United and you're this, you are, sorry for swearing, but you are the shit, like for lack of a better way of putting it. Um, it, it must be quite hard to keep your humanity sometimes. Of course. And for him to act the way he has, uh, yeah, like you said, commendable. Um, but I, I'd like to get into what he actually, what, what he wants what this petition is for yeah, so that people at home, if you don't already can understand why he's doing what, what he's, he's doing, doing it for and, yeah. and why he's rightly getting praised. So uh, basically his petition it lays out some information as to why this is a problem. Mm -hmm. He says 14% of parents and 10% of kids have experienced food insecurity in the last six months. Break that down to make it a bit, you know, not to hurt anyone's intelligence here, but Basically, food insecurity is where you're not sure where your next, where your next meal is coming from. Yeah. yeah. So in the last six months, one in 10 adults have had that yeah. in the UK. That's ridiculous. 32% um, of families have lost income as a result of coronavirus. Yeah. Also a big problemo. Uh, which obviously, coronavirus, unfortunately, is not going to go away. Nope. We're, We've got to learn to live with coronavirus, unfortunately. Yeah, we've done a backlog of these. This is uh, We're getting there with them. And even still future thinking, I don't know what's going to happen. Nobody does. Um, and also, this is a big one, because you, like you said before, he's used food banks. Demand for food banks this winter is anticipated and projected to be 61% higher than last year. And we already didn't have enough. Yeah. There you go. That That's one of the big things to me, is the fact that people have always... There's always been um, underprivileged families who aren't as fortunate as others who have had to rely on food banks. But this year has thrusted more families into a position that they're not used to and having to rely on this. Otherwise, they would never have had to in the past, which is why yeah. demand is so big now, which is why the situation has been thrown into the spotlight because it's pretty much doubled because of coronavirus. Yeah, well, we've been thrust into a, a, a pandemic. Yeah that perhaps nobody could have uh, anticipated. I nope. understand that, but for us to say, sit and say we've dealt with it well would be a lie. Mm -hmm. And um, I understand the cost to the country and that effectively, you know, I don't want to make it just about that either, but it's it, quite expensive. It's leaving us in a bit of turmoil, but I still, you know, these aren't, we're not asking for hot tubs in the garden here. We're asking for meals. For kids. Yeah, yeah for kids who... I'll never, I'll never will stand the argument of somebody saying a parent's got enough to buy cigarettes, but they won't, they won't buy the kid food. That's on the parent. It's not on the kid. No. So that, we have to make sure as a country that we're helping the kids. It's nothing to do with, if the parent's being irresponsible, put them bang to rights, whatever. Mm -hmm. Does that mean that it's the kid's fault? No. That's what I wanted to say. I've, I've seen so many people making the argument of, um, if you can't afford a kid, don't have one. Yeah. And it, oh, it, it winds me up because, and then I just think, right, fair enough. Probably the person shouldn't have had a child if they if they can't afford it. Maybe yeah, it maybe it's a bit irresponsible. That doesn't mean the kid has to suffer. Yeah. It doesn't mean the kid has to go hungry at all. It's not the kid's fault that they were born into that situation. So it reminds me of a, a dog with a homeless man. Yeah. People always say, Oh, you shouldn't have a dog. Do you know what? No, he shouldn't have a dog. But he has got a dog. He has got a dog. Yeah. <laughs> so what we're going to do is just let it start. Yeah. Like, so so you're just die. not going to do anything for it now. It's ridiculous. I, I, I've seen that Roll argument. Up. Yeah. I've seen that argument in so many places. There was, um, I read a post, uh, Sheffield Online posted on Facebook yesterday, um, something about um, 
the council is stalling in providing free school meals to this school. Um, and there was this woman in the comments saying something like, I don't understand this free school meals nonsense. We, we've always managed before. My, my family were poor and they always managed to feed me. And it's like, yeah, great. Well done you. Yeah, nice one. There's other families who can't do that. Like my upbringing, I, I've not had the, I've had a lovely upbringing. Mum and dad looked after me and they were amazing, but like we weren't well off yeah, by any either, stretch mate. of the imagination. No way was I well off. Um, So I understand it. And there were people around me, like growing up in Withenshaw as, as Rashford, who like relied on these just like he did um so just because like you can have a, a a rough upbringing like this woman in facebook comments but saying like we always manage like yeah well done i always managed as well my mum always managed but there was people around us who wouldn't have managed without this yeah, initiative yeah. and the, the ones who didn't manage in that time they aren't here to yeah <laughs> to, to talk to say oh we couldn't manage yeah, the ones exactly. who didn't manage didn't manage that's the point yeah but anyway he um He's working with the Child Food Poverty Task Force, bit of a mouthful, and they want three things to come and come about for change. Right. First one is to expand free school meals to any under 16-year-old who has a parent or guardian which is receiving some form of income support. Pretty basic. Provide, uh, the point two is to provide Meals and activities during all holidays, so i.e. school holidays, not when they're off to Benidorm, because that would be taking the piss. <laughs> and increase the value of healthy start vouchers to at least £4.25 per week. Not going to lie, I had to look into that. Do you understand what they are? I'm not 100% sure, no, I'll be honest. Don't worry, I didn't know either, <laughs> so I've looked it up. So a healthy start voucher is a, it's like a coupon or a voucher. Where you can use it, you probably might have seen them, especially because we've both worked in supermarkets. Yeah, I was going to say, before. I think I've seen them in supermarkets. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you can, at the moment, the value of them is £3.10 per. Yeah, yeah I know exactly what you mean now. And you can use it for milk, fresh fruit and veg, frozen fruit and veg, and Bread. infant formula. Oh, an infant formula. Infant formula, yeah. Um, and, and basically, how it works is you get one per week if you yeah. are currently pregnant, or if you've got a kid aged between one and four. Or you get two per week if you've got a baby who is under one. Right. Um, and and so the value of those is only £3.10. £3.10, He yeah. wants to change those to £4.25. Right. Which I like, what I like about those is all those cynics out there who are like, oh, give them more, give single mums more money, blah, blah, blah. But I like that there's no argument. They can only use them on those things. Yeah, yeah. Which are important, good things. I like that because then it just stops that absolute Karen from saying, oh, well, yeah, they'll just go and buy fags of it or whatever. Yeah, no, because a point on that, I remember when I did work in Sainsbury's and sometimes when like single parents used to come in and try and spend them on stuff that they couldn't spend them on, mm. like it physically doesn't let you do it at all. No, it is literally like a voucher, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and it comes off the total as long as they've used, uh, as long as they've got those sort yeah. of items. Yeah. Um, which is quite a clever system, actually. Mm. Um. But yeah, I mean, even for me, when I was researching that for the first time, I was so shocked to find to sort of remember slash find out that it's £3.10 and that's it. And you only get one per week. One, yeah. And it's from when you're 10 weeks pregnant onwards, you can start getting them. Uh, and then, oh, obviously up until the age of your kid being four years old. And then mm. after that, it stops as well anyway. So you get four years of support, really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just find it surprising and, and labor, I don't know if you know this or not, but they put in a, a sort of a suggestion because this, this fight that he's been going on with has been for a while now. 
And he recently got that MBE. Yeah. For the work he's doing so far, probably begrudgingly uh, from the government. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the Queen recognised what he'd been doing. Uh, Ed Sheeran also has one, I found out. As an MBE? So, yeah. Anyway, sorry. I don't actually know, I don't know what that's for because I can't think of what he's done that's sort of MBE. Maybe he's done some charity. Uh, I don't a lot know. Of, a lot of people will do charity work that you don't know about. He's a local lad, him. He's from Halifax. There you go. Uh, which is Yorkshire. Oy, oy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, sorry. Labour had a motion basically to provide 1.4 million vulnerable kids with 15 per pound per week in food vouchers during holidays. Yeah. So like to replace their school meals, which got turned down by government. Um, and that would have gone until Easter 21. Right. So what's that like? April or May next year? Yeah. April, May time. April, yeah. Something like that. So Labour... It might have been a PR stunt because they knew it would get rejected and it made them look good. But I think that's a step in the right direction. It's it's quite a lot. I understand it's a lot of money. £15 per disadvantaged family per week. Yeah. It's going to cost the country a lot. But at the end of the day, what do you pay your taxes for? For kids to eat? I'd be very, if, if you said to any taxpayer, your money's going on feeding kids <laughs> feeding and they kids, had a yeah. problem, then they are the problem. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Rather than going to build a, a new statue in a city centre or something yeah, that you pointless. don't give a hell about. Yeah. Yeah. Where someone can be dead at the bottom of homeless. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's just, that's what, me as a UK taxpayer, you as a UK taxpayer, you know, that's the sort of stuff I hope my money does go on. Exactly. Um. So yeah. But yeah. That's going to wrap us up for part one though, because I'm conscious that we're getting on a little. So come back in three seconds where we'll continue basically kissing up to Marcus, Marcus. Rashford, <laughs> singing his praises uh, and talking about what the impact of this is going to be going forward. Yep. See you in three, get a brew. Right, so we're back again. We're back again. We're back in the business. Yeah, so Marcus, Marcus, Marcus. So we were just saying then again, he is like a man on a mission, keeps banging the same drum. Yep. He's always tweeting about it. And what I quite like is I saw this quote from him. He said, because it, the idea of his got thrown out by government and he said, it's not for the food banks to feed millions of children, but here we are. Like basically the government was saying, it's not for us to do. Yeah. It's not for us to do. And he's basically said, well, it's not for all them food banks. Uh, he said, there's been a 250% increase in food bank usage and food poverty. And it's continuing to rise. Right. He said, this problem is not going anywhere and neither am I. What a man. I've got a lot of time for that. And to be fair, he's been so consistent with it. Like yeah. he's, he's, he's doing it. Um, he's after every performance, he, he's, uh, when he knows his name's going to be searched and he stuff. He uses it. He uses that and he raises awareness of it again. And I think what this has done is shown the true qualities of the British people and yeah. what they do and how they come together. I've got some examples down how people have reacted, especially since it got kicked out by government, uh, numerous different places. So like restaurants, as you would probably imagine, there's one called El Bar de Tapas in Stevenage. No points of guessing what sort of meals they do. <laughs> uh, but basically what they're doing is they are funding their own meals to hand out to kids, right. um, especially during holidays, uh, which public have sort of hailed them for doing. And they are now s sort of funding the tapas restaurant like they, because they're equipped to make all the meals and whatever, as a as a gesture of goodwill from the the community who appreciate what they're doing, they're paying to cover costs. All right, yeah. Which I think stuff like that is is well, it's human, it's it's it humane, and it's and it's it's what makes Britain Britain, and what I love, and it, obviously that's Stevenage. But what I love about Yorkshire is that we are quite that way about 
There's also companies that have got nothing to do with that, uh, with the meal industry, such as, sorry, <laughs> professionalism, <laughs> um, such as Summer House Interiors in Shrewsbury, an interior design company who- Shout out Shrewsbury. Uh, yeah. Uh, shout out Summer House Interiors, who are doing their own packed lunches as well. Yeah. There's also Berry's Tea Room in Cumbria, uh, which she is, the person who owns this company is a single parent of three. So obviously it resonates with her massively. Yep. And she's, I, I loved this. This is a quote from her. She said, you can me private message me in confidence and just come in and collect it. Please don't feel ashamed. As yeah. in, uh, she's obviously also doing pat lunches. I love that because anytime you, you reach out for help, it's almost uh, like shunned. It's like an embarrassing thing, which I think is nuts. Like no, we should, should a friend in need is a friend indeed. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, uh, there's, there's also like, I, I like how people have been quite innov innovative of it and think how can their business help? And there's uh, a company called Panda Cab in Liverpool who basically if anyone is going to a food bank, they don't charge them for the, oh, there for the fare. Go. So yeah. it's stuff like that, like where they're thinking what, we can all play a part here. Yeah. So we're not going to charge you money to go and to get go food. And, yeah. Um, which I think that's lovely. And that then is. just my last one, which is something that resonates for us because it's Sheffield. Uh, there's a place called Rhubarb Shed, Shed Cafe, mm -hmm. which I've actually never been. I don't I know. Haven't. I don't know where it is. Uh, and they're doing sandwiches, cupcakes, and hot chocolates for free. And they have said, although this token may be small, we hope it brings a smile to some children's faces during this dark time, which I think if does not say why this is all such a big deal, then I don't know what does. No. Um, and big up Sheffield for stepping in <laughs> and doing something. Uh, I love that. And uh, I think that it it's worth noting, I know that the politicians aren't the highest paid people in the world, contrary to belief, popular belief, which is especially relevant when talking about a footballer because yep. they do get a lot of money. But they do have ways around it, sort of, well, expenses and stuff, which yeah. I think you're going to touch on, aren't you, mate? Exactly. That. The, one of the things that I've found when I've been looking at this and just reading into it is the amount of expenses that MPs claim and the things they claim them for as well. Like, they claim them for ridiculous stuff. Like, there's, there's MPs, literally, literally Tory MPs now, who claim um, expenses for their lunch. So, like, yeah. they'll get their lunch and then claim it back. And these, these kids who aren't eating. If you don't see the irony in that, you know, it's, it's mad. I, I was looking at, and there was literally a list. Of, uh, uh, there was a list of, I was um, going through it, um, of how much expenses he, it named the individual MP and how much yeah. expensive they've claimed this year. And there was people in there who had claimed like into the 80,000 <sighs> in terms of expensive of how much they've claimed. Cause um, I, I rate, they like will try the hand like, Oh, uh, I had a business dinner at the Ritz. Yeah. Stuff like that. Exactly. And that, yeah. that that's no point I was going to make. Scumbags. They'll be going to these expensive restaurants and then claiming it back mm -hmm. when all these kids want is a bloody sandwich and a hot meal and something to eat. Some snack attacks. Yeah. <laughs> they're not, they're not asking for a five star meal in the Ritz. They're asking no. for a simple cooked meal. Yeah. Yeah. Just so they're not going hungry. And I think it just does not sit well with me. The fact that the people in charge of this country think it's okay to go and eat something and then claim it back. Like you've got enough money to pay for it. Yeah. Like you're saying, they might not be, they, they earn enough. Oh yeah. And like, the whole, the whole point of it is, you know, you don't, it's, it's greed because as long as you've got enough to put food on your table, to live comfortably, yeah. um, even to live comfortably is a luxury really. Cause not many people do. No, I know I, I certainly don't. No. I don't live like 
you know, dead flamboyantly. Everything's on a budget. I don't exactly. do things and don't and don't think about what they cost. But still, we can all give a little bit more. Um, and those of us who do try, myself, you included, you know, the general working public, mm-hmm. um, this is, it seems horrible to say, and it is a very blanket term, but I think those with less tend to give more. They do. No, they do because they uh, appreciate the situation. Yeah. And, and it, but it's beautiful see examples like that of yeah. companies where, especially the personal ones where, you know, it's a single woman and she's obviously doing all right for herself. Uh, and she might not even necessarily be doing all right for herself, but she's in an industry where she knows she can make a difference. Uh, I think that's just, that's just ace. Like it's, it shows what people can do and it brings, restores a bit of faith in humanity. Yeah. But to see the, to see the MPs claiming for things, basic necessities, uh, it, it doesn't sit right. Like what you said. Yeah. Uh, and they're not even claim, just claiming for food either. Like a few years ago now, but like it probably still resonates now. There was, when they got caught out for claiming expenses for ridiculous stuff, do you remember? Yeah, I remember hearing about a moat or something. Yeah, and there was someone who claimed for a duck house <laughs> in his garden. You've got to laugh or else. Claiming for... A... Yeah, when that press got... I uh, can't even remember. I don't some... really know. I'm not really good at politics, to be honest. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm I don't not think the best. It shouldn't be that complicated, really. That's no. what I think. I think it should be a case of everyone's got a basic right to life. Therefore, we should make sure they've got enough to stay alive. Yeah. Call me crazy. And it's the fact, the fact is as well, these are the people in charge of the country and they'd rather think about themselves than think about the less privileged yeah. who can't afford to eat. Um, and I think that's why with Marcus Rashford, no matter how big he's become now, and yes, like I said at the start of the video, he earns millions of Man United now and he plays week in, week out and he plays for England and he's a massive superstar. Yeah. He's not forgot his roots at all. No, he no. remembers his roots. Um in with and sure. In with and with you. Yeah. With the arms. Um, he's remembered his roots. He goes back and sees his primary school. He goes and pays them a visit. Um, he retweeted a picture the other day of him sat in breakfast club in his primary school in Withenshaw and he's just not forgot about where he's come from and that's why he's campaigning so much because he's like, you know what, I was in this position myself and now I'm in a position where I'm lucky enough where I can afford the luxuries in life. Through hard work as well. Yeah, exactly. Let's, um, not, let's not forget. He's got himself where he is today, yeah. But I do like that, like you said. He's appreciative of... For me, success, this is a Luke's breakdown to success. <laughs> it tends to be 70% hard work, 20% talent, and at least 10% luck. Yeah, of course you need a bit of luck. Um, you always need a bit of luck along the way. That works out to 100, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah so you've got to graft, and in the end of the day, nobody's got to the position that they're in without working hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Yeah, I don't know. I think it gets used against him that he's a footballer. But what what I did want to say is that it's so much easier for him to do nothing. Yeah, of course it is. Than it is for him to kick up a fuss. So I don't know why, if anyone thinks he's got any sort of ulterior motive. It's not worth it. Why would he cause himself all the grief of having to... He didn't have to. And I mean, he, when I say, like we've said, that he's on the ball, the guy tweets about it and he's like, I think the other night, I don't know if you saw, but he he, he just went on a night of like, he was pinpointing tweets. Places. Yeah. And he was tweeting all the, so yeah. many times. Uh, and um, yeah, I don't know. It's just commendable, isn't it? Like no, that's, that's the what guy's relentless. Yeah. You know, you, them, them um, examples you mentioned then, mm. there's so many more. Like these, he's, if you follow Marcus Rashford on Twitter now, you, you can't go on Twitter without him seeing something about this. Yeah. Um, and he's been like going up and down the country and pinpointing places where like these companies and restaurants and whatever have come out and said, we stand against the government. You can come here and get yourself a meal and we'll help you kind of thing. And he's yeah. been like pinpointing it like, 
whatever, Sheffield, Manchester, Bradford, Leeds, yeah. up and literally up and down the country where you can go and get a meal from these companies who have kind of said like, stuff you to the government. Stuff you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that as well? Like people have been... Um, leaving empty plates outside um, MPs' houses. Oh, have they? Yeah, like literally on the doorstep. Like, where does, he can't step out without it's going a, past a load of empty plates. It's kind of like a... It's a bit of propaganda, isn't it? Like? Yeah, it is. It is. The, we've had enough. The the people have had enough. Paraphernalia. <laughs> um, have you, I've seen that Withenshaw Amateur Football Club, Yeah, uh, they're also doing um, something as well. Yeah. James retweeted it on Twitter. JM2. Yeah, uh, with the Ams. Did he ever have any involvement with them? Or not? Do you know? No, I don't think so. I do. I do know the team he played for, but it slipped my mind right now, and I don't want to say it and get called out. I That's think he played fine. for Flixton or something like that. Let us know, Marcus. We know you're watching. Yeah. Uh, let us know in the comments below what team did you play for growing <laughs> up, and uh, nah, thanks for all your hard work, mate. Nah, uh yeah, it, it, it's it's just it's just nuts that we're even having to sort of have this this That's, conversation. Into That's me. what I was going to say. It's crazy. It's crazy that it's. It's it's amazing to see all these companies and people who have come out in support, but it's ridiculous that it's had to get to that point. Definitely. Like it's had to come to the people to help the people rather than the government who are meant to run the country to help the people. I think uh, I like focusing on the point as well that he's just got nothing to gain. No, he it. hasn't. Uh, that's why I'm a, I don't know loads about politics, but I was a little bit skeptical when I did see that from Labour because I thought realistically it wasn't going to get approved. So mm. are you doing that to show something or or not like that's the that's the weird thing with politicians you always feel like there's a different motive to whatever they're doing yeah um much as i would say i am a labor supporter but purely because i'm uh working class exactly generally yeah. speaking again shoot me down in the comments why don't you i'm not a political expert but they tend to have represented the working man yeah. normally they represent um, the normal man and definitely what it what it is a case of for me when it comes to politics is the less of two evils i don't yeah. necessarily think that they're great. Oh, no. Or I look at like Bojo and some of the stuff he does and I'm like, ooh, that's... Uh, no, I mean, it's like the same. Doesn't sit well with me. I don't think any politician is perfect and no politics are perfect, but it's like no. you've just said then, I, I think of it exactly the same. It's the lesser of two evils for me. Yeah, and I, I just think, why do we need to make everything so complicated? Yeah. Why? Why don't we just simplify stuff? Look at coronavirus. Why didn't we just have an eight-week full-on lockdown? We wouldn't be in a position now. Look at other countries. But we just don't. We just don't seem to. We just seem to make everything hard work because we're Great Britain and we're, it's, it's, we're just it's like, grit and determination. And you just think, oh, we'll get through everything. And it's like, no. Yeah, and it, yeah, it's annoying. And it, like, say for example, as a, a journey from here to here, England won't just go like that. No, we'll go. Ooh, yeah. do everything <laughs> the hard way, and yeah. like, and then be like, and we got here because we're Great Britain, exactly. like what you said. And it's like, no, we're just idiots. No, yeah, we're stupid. And protect the nhs and all this well we've we've not done that have we let's, let's be honest it's it's not been great i don't know if anyone's been in hospital as well recently but it's just a weird experience horrible it is chuffing eight hospitals i love all you lot who are in them by the way great oh yeah great nothing, nothing but praise for the nhs well yeah i couldn't do what you would do no um but yeah i suppose we've sort of we've come to an end with it haven't we with marcus i think the work he's doing is inspirational i'm proud because he's a football man as are we. Yeah. Um, we live slightly different. Where he comes from. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we live sli slightly different lives. Yeah. Um, but he's not forgotten his. He hasn't. And, and that's uh, the big thing. He's yeah. not forgot his roots. I like that you've, uh, that you've, that you've focused on that because it would have been way easier for him to be like, I'm a big time. It's not my problem. Yeah. And his whole point is it is 
my problem. It's your problem. Everyone's problem. His problem. And I've loved seeing England's reaction and I've been disappointed, but not uh, surprised by how it's been handled upstairs. And that's the bad thing. The fact that we're not even surprised. No, not at all. No. But thank you very much, Marcus Rashford. If there's anything to say on this video, it is that from both of us. Oh yeah. Massive, Um, massive. Thank you. If you do see it, then buzzing. That'd be be (laughs) kind of crazy, wouldn't it? Maybe we can get you on and talk about it. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Uh, We'll see you next week. Let us know, please uh, down below, you know, what do you think of it? What do you make of it? I know it's sort of cut and dry this, but you know, did you ever have free school meals? Did you ever have free school meals? I don't, I don't like, like we're saying in my upbringing, it, we weren't like the most well off, but there were people around me who did depend on it. I think that um, I was eligible, but I didn't ever I think, use them. I think I was the same. I can't, yeah. I, I, I can't really remember. I think I was eligible, but we didn't use them. Um, but I did grow up in a situation where I appreciated everything that was given to me because I know my mum, single parent, my dad was chipping in as well, obviously from his side. Yeah. But like, I was in a position where I appreciated everything and I knew there was people around me who were struggling, who were reliant on these. And that's the yeah the poignant thing for me because I know how important it is. Well, doesn't that even show the like working class of, of like Yorkshire and Manchester and places like that where we were eligible, but our families, unless they absolutely yeah. had to, yeah, yeah. would not have done it because they'll be thinking, well, I'm taking that away from someone who exactly. does who absolutely needs it. So yeah, I, I think that I'm sure that I was, must've been eligible because we were like, yeah, it weren't, we didn't live in a, a great, we didn't have money. Yeah. yeah, you know yeah. I mean, we just didn't have money, um, but we had enough to get by and no, that's, exactly the that's same. all we're all asking for. Yeah. But anyway, I'll stop making that point into the ground. <laughs> um, thank you very, very much for bearing with us. Thanks mate for coming on as always and being Pleasure. here mate. And We will see you next week for a brand new episode. Subscribe to us. And don't forget, if you do want to support us, uh, we massively appreciate it with with the Amazon stuff. Yeah, go and get a basketball. (laughs) We just thought it doesn't cost you anything and it doesn't doesn't hurt anyone. It's a good old win-win. Exactly. All right. So stay happy, guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.